back to Kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Well, people, I have to tell you, this is a very exciting moment in time. In fact, I would advocate if we keep up this pace, we should be, we should wear matching Bill Cower outfits in here. Bond villain outfits. <laughs> really aggressive high turtlenecks, blazers. Boomer, the last two weeks, you're 16 and 8, which is sizzling and unsustainable. 87 and 74 in the year. I'm in outer space 20 and 4 the last two weeks, 90 and 71 on the year. We're crushing it. And you were killing me because I wanted to pick all the games. And all because right, we're all right. picking all the games, this is why we're having such success. Think about it. Just tell me where Bill gets the turtlenecks. I really think it should be the holiday special for us. I know. I'm not a turtleneck-wearing guy, so <laughs> I, really don't pay, I, don't, I, don't, I don't pay any attention to it. But he likes it, so good for him. Bond if you villain. had a chin like him, you would wear a turtleneck, too. It really highlights it. it does. All right, let's get to the picks. Picks of the week. All right, let's see if we can keep this up. Let's start out. Eagles at home laying four and a half to the Titans. Yeah, you know, so what do the Eagles do well? Well, they play offense well. Jalen Hurts is on the MVP track. He does a lot of multi multi-dimensional things. They got a great passer, a great passing game down the field with A.J. Brown and, of course, Devontae Smith. But I got to tell you, the one thing they don't do well, and that's stop the run. And the one thing that the Titans really do well, especially when they need to do it, is run the football. I think this is going to be a tight game. It's going to be a nasty game. And I think Mike Vrabel is going to bring the best out in his team. I don't know if they'll win the game here, yeah. but I think they're going to cover. I'm going to take the Titans in the points. I'm with you here because I can't give you an answer on Jordan Davis. If you told me Jordan Davis was full go, it alters my opinion. And people, I know it sounds crazy, but yes, this one player who's 800 pounds does make that type of difference to the Eagles' run D when you look at the splits. I don't know if he's playing... I'm with you on this. This is a Vrabel spot. He's great as a dog. I'll take the Titans. Game two, Packers laying three and a half at the Bears. Stinky. Yeah, it is stinky. Aaron Rodgers is going to play in this game. I know Justin Fields probably feels better. I would be reticent to play him again. I told you last week that I did not expect him to play. I had the same injury that he's dealing with, and it takes a good two and a half, three weeks to get this thing right. If he were just a quarterback that stood in the pocket, I would be worried about him. But yeah. the way that he has played, um, you know, all out and running the ball and taking hits really worries me about this game if he's playing. If he's not playing, then I don't think their offense is really much to worry about. Hey, they've lost so many guys injury-wise, and I know that Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, so I will take the Packers and I will lay the points. I'm with you here. This is just one where Justin Fields' entire existence right now is running the ball, explosive plays, laying it on the line. He's been upgraded. He's on track to start. But I'm with you. All that takes is one hit. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with the pack here. Now, I don't feel great about it, but I'll do it. I just, you know, the thing is, I if I were the Bears, I wouldn't even play him. I really wouldn't. I, right. I, and Because there are buys coming up, I think. And then I would play him after the bye, the final four games of the season. Let's work on the passing game. Let's get him really yeah. uh, etched into it and really try to refine his game for next year. Jags are in a pick em in Detroit against the Lions. Man, this is a tough one. This is really a tough one. I, you know, I I love what just um, what's his name Trevor Lawrence has turned into. He his grew game up last week. His game last week, man. He was standing in there and he was just letting it rip, and I love that about him. Last two throws were absolute dimes. They were. So I, you know, I think the fact that this is a, uh, you know, this is this is a tough one because I do like what Jared Goff has done for the Lions. 
It, I know it's not been fantastic. No, I know it hasn't been sizzling. I can't trust Dan Campbell. He's going to do something stupid, <laughs> and I can't handle it. You know what to do. I'm going to take the jack. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I am, am operating Latte Larry's. I am okay. full spike store, dry scones only. I'm done. I'm done with Dan Campbell. Jags. I will take whoever the Lions play every week. Uh, you're, well, you're figuring coaching malfeasance somewhere along the I line. I can't handle it. Uh, All right, Browns. Th- see, this game to me right here is the impossible one. Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to tell you what Deshaun Watson's going to do? He hasn't played in two and a half years. Browns laying seven at the Texans. And, you know, it's going to be tough. You know, when he played in the preseason at the Jaguars, he did not look like he knew what he was doing. Mm-mm. And the Jaguar fans were all over him. And I'm assuming that the fans are going to be all over him here. But the one thing that I will say is that Miles Garrett is a game changer. He forces fumbles. He forces sacks. And when he wants to impose his will on somebody, he just owns the opposing team. So I'm going to lay the seven. I'm going to take the Sean Watson and the Browns. But I'm taking them because of their defense yeah. against a inept offense of the uh, Texans. It's almost I could say this with almost certainty. If it was any other team but the Texans, I would take them. Like, I cannot lay seven with a guy who has not played in two and a half years. The crowd is going to want blood. I, I just, the Texans are just, they're on a spit roast. They're awful. I'll take the Browns. Yeah, I, I love the way you describe things. They're on a spit roast. I'm a wordsmith. And before it was dry scones. I'm and here for you. I know. Vikings laying three against the Jets. Oh, come on, Mike White. Yes, Mike White. I'm my Elvison. I've, I've sat here for five days this week. Listening to my morning partner in WFAN, Greg Giannotti, who is a huge Vikings fan, extol the uh, the virtues of not only Mike White, but the lack of a pass defense for the Minnesota Vikings. So I love this number, and I love the Jet defense. Uh-oh. And I am going to take the dog, the Jets, oh. and I will take those three points. And I actually think the Jets have a very good chance of winning outright because of their defense. I, I, now, I agree with a lot of it, but th- this to me is a little bit of – Buy low, sell high. Everyone remembers the Vikings getting thrown off a bridge 10 days ago. They've sat with that. That doesn't sit well. Then the Jets are on this high. I just kind of feel like going on the road with Mike White here, we might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. I'm going to take the Vikings. I, I like him. Believe me, I like, I'd take that Christmas tree over Zach Wilson. I like him. But come on, on the road in Minnesota? Right. So I, I talked to Giannotti, and the reason I talked to him, he watches every game, start yeah. to finish, reads everything he possibly can about the Vikings. I can't even do that. How's a guy from Long Island like the Vikings? Uh, it has something to do with a cousin. Got so it. anyway, you know, the, thing, the thing about what he was telling me was I asked him, are the Jets on defense similar to the Cowboys on defense? And he said, yes. And he said, that's what worries me. Because Micah Parsons and the boys got all over Kirk Cousins. And the Jets, believe it or not, have one of the best pass rushing rushing defenses in the entire league. Okay. Uh, we're, we're at odds on one. Forgive us. All right. Steelers, a one-point road favorite at the Artie party. I got them covering here. And the reason I got them covering here is because of their defense. T.J. Watt is a completely uh, – he's a complete great player – who inspires his teammates. And when he is on the field, this game is a totally different team. And I think that he's a guy that can force a Marcus Mariota turnover or two, either in the pocket or a tip pass or a fumble. And I'll stick with the Steelers on the road here. And Kenny Pickett, who's been steadily improving. Yeah. Look, I've been really pleasantly surprised. And here's the other thing. 
The one thing that's not surprising. Hey, look, the Steelers took a second-round wide receiver who's really, really good. George Pickens is legit and reminds me a lot for New Yorkers. No, he's not 6'6". He's only 6'4". He's got a lot of Plexico in his game. Catches it with his hands, high points it, long, lean, rangy. The Steelers know how to pick receivers, So I think man. we're also in, in lockstep here thinking that the Steelers have got the right guys now. Yeah. That it's just eventually that it will come around, and hopefully this defense will, will stay healthy next year. Kenny yep. Pickle will take a huge leap. Get a couple of linemen. And get a couple more linemen, and they'll be fine for next year. But we're both taking the Steelers. Yes. All okay. right. God help us. Ravens laying eight and a half against the Broncos. One team can't hold the lead. One team can't get a lead. Yeah, well, I, the Broncos can't do anything on offense. They really can't. They look listless, lifeless. Every game is the same game. And it's no wonder why Purcell went crazy on the sideline towards uh, yeah. uh, Russell Wilson. Lamar Jackson's been hearing it from fans. This is a team that gives up double-digit leads, uh, you know, better every than— week. Every week. So, but not this week. You know why? Because the Broncos don't put up any points. I'm taking, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm taking Lamar and the Ravens, and I think they blow the Denver Broncos out. I really do. Oh, God, this is so bad. All right, I'm going to take a shot here. This is my blowout spot. All right, I'm going to take a shot because to me, at a certain point, don't look, do it. I know, but don't it's it. it's eight and a half is a power. That's a power number. Did you listen to yourself what you said about Russell Wilson in the I opening know. part of the show? I know, and then the Nate Hackett curse. I know. All right, fine, fine. Ravens. Did I talk you into it? Yeah, that's it. I, I feel bad because there is there is rules in life. One of them is Nathaniel Hackett can't hurt me if I don't bet him. Ravens minus eight and a half. Um, this makes me sad. Commanders minus two at MetLife against the G-Men. Ah, uh, you know what? Six and one in their last seven. The best team in the league right now is the Commanders over those over those weeks. And the Giants have lost two in a row. Uh, the Giants don't have anybody to throw to. They're going to get Evan Neal back. They should get Ojolari back. They're going to be better on defense. If this were like a four and a half number, I would probably take the Giants. But yeah. because I think the Washington Commanders are going to win this game anyway, and I love the way that Terry McLaurin's playing. I don't know if Chase Young is going to play, but it doesn't matter. Montez Sweat is a beast. Jonathan Allen is a beast. See, you just said it. The they, interior of their D-line yes. against the interior of the Giants line, it's been a problem since, I don't know, the days of Chris Snee. We just we, we don't have anyone to block anyone on the interior. You have due tackles, uh, but the inside is a problem, yep. and that's why I'm going to take the commanders. Yeah. Shane Lemieux or that Christmas tree, you pick. Uh, you com- said that I did not. I did. Commanders. We're not going to win a game the rest of the year. And you're a Giant fan. It kills this. me. Not This is why I don't open my heart to and, love. And by the way, this is a legacy game for them wearing their legacy blue uniforms. Oh, great. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> Niners <laughs> minus four <laughs> against the Dolphins. Oh, man, I love the Niners. Love the Niners. I've yeah. always loved the Niners from week one, even though they've had a little downturn. They lost that bad game to Washington. I mean, uh, to Chicago in week one and that quagmire of a game. Love their defense. I cannot wait for this game. This is one of the more interesting games because you have Tua, Tyreek, and you know you have this Jalen Waddle. You have this great offense. But I wonder about the Dolphin defense. Yeah. And that's why I love the San Francisco 49ers here. I'll lay the four points. I'll take the home favorite. And I think their defense gets all over the Miami Dolphin offense. Yeah, it's sizzle versus steak. The other thing that scares me with the Dolphins, Teron Armstead's not going to play. Or at least it doesn't look like it at time of taping here. Um, That Niner pass rush with four, seven to cover. Uh, I just don't know the Dolphins are ready for a game like this. I'm going to take the Niners. 
hey, I don't think America's ready for this. Seattle minus seven and a half at what used to be the Rams. Yeah, the Rams stink. They're one of the worst teams in the league right now. Big question as to whether uh, Sean McVay's going to be back next year, or does he go to the prime Thursday night football booth? I'd go to Malibu and take a vacation. Think I, about that. He want, may want to get his life in, in order, and who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the I'm going to take the the Seahawks in the seven and a half. No Aaron Donald, no Cup, I'll no Robinson, it. no Stafford. Just just give me Seattle. Yep. Go K nine. Go uh, Raiders minus one against the Chargers. This is your spot. Come on. You think it's a Raider revival? You think the Raiders are coming back? Nope. Come on! I got my man Brandon Staley. I love it. Go for two in the game. Him and Doug Peterson last week, coaches of the week. And I'm telling you, Brandon Staley saved his season by going for two and winning and getting it because had they allowed uh, Arizona to come back on the field in overtime, who knows what would happen with this defense. I'll give you the most simplistic cap in history. Chargers don't stop the run. Raiders just uh, Josh Jacobs may run for 500 yards. Uh, I'll take yeah, well, the Raiders. Justin Herbert's going to throw for 500 yards. I ah, don't worry about it. I'll take I care mean, of it. Have itself. you seen the Raider defense? Listen, mistakes were made. Uh, High scoring game. I guess we're both on that. Right. We'll take the over. Yes. Uh, Cowboys laying ten to the Colts. Uh, you know what? Again, it's a brutal numbers. Uh, Matt Ryan's still the quarterback. Man, the Cowboys are good. Man, I, I kills me to say it, doesn't it? You think it's a blowout spot again? It just doesn't this feel a little bit like, okay. Mike McCarthy against Jeff Saturday. Yeah, but, but also. Did Jeff this- Saturday ever question his time management or clock management at the end of the games at ESPN? <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> I just, I, I, I can't, I just feel like the Cowboys are a Super Bowl team that we don't want to acknowledge as a Super Bowl I team. I think they're really good. I they think are. They are. I'm, I'm going to lay the 10 and a half and take too. the Cowboys. I got to do it. God, it's unbelievable. I hate laying this many points. I know, but this is why we wear the power turtlenecks. We make the decisions that (laughs) others don't want to make. I think I could see Micah Parsons all over Matt Ryan and forcing him into a couple interceptions. Bucks laying four and a half against Saints. I love the Saints here. You know, Saints, for whatever reason, match up well with the Bucks. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is going to be out. That's a huge loss for the Bucks. How about Todd, uh, Todd Ball saying he needs his leaders to lead? Well, isn't he a leader? Yeah, good luck, He's Todd. He's the head coach. It's week he? 13, buddy. <laughs> a little late in the game for that. I think so, too. So I'm going to take the Saints here. I'll, lay the, I'll take the points. Yeah, and look, I know some of you will think it's insane, but the Saints are 4-1 and one against Tom Brady in Tampa and, and Boomer Seidlitt. No Tristan Wirfs. This team is, is – look, they may win this division by default. Like, somebody has to go on they the may, field they trip. They may win this game, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I'll take the 4.5. I'm with you there. All right. The picks have been sizzling. I don't know if it's sustainable, but it's exciting. We got best of the best coming up with the game of the week uh, and a number of other things to cover, including some Mahomes side notes you're going to like. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenny next.